Hello, people of Earth and people of Spotify and Anchor podcast subscribers. Welcome to this week's Midday Movie Madness Weekly Weekend Warrior Show. As always, prayers go out to all those affected by the war with Russia and the Ukraine. And hats off to all those medical workers fighting the newest variant of COVID-19 on the front line. Happy birthday today to John David Washington, voice actor of Peter Cullen, a.k.a. the voice of Transformers Optimus Prime, Eeyore and the Winnie the Pooh franchise, Monterey Jack and Chippendale Rescue Adventures, the first voice of Carr in Knight Rider, and countless others, Lori Laughlin, and many others. Congratulations to Massachusetts DJ Stephanie Viva, who just became a grandmother today. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. No time to say hello, goodbye. I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. 61 years ago today, Alice took a trip down the rabbit hole and met the White Rabbit, the Mad Hatter, the Queen of Hearts, the Cheshire Cat, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, and the rest of the kooky inhabitants of Wonderland with Walt Disney's animated Alice in Wonderland based on the beloved Lewis Carroll book, 1993's Robin Hood Men in Tights, 1999's Deep Blue Sea, 2017's Atomic Blonde and Emoji Movie, 2016's Yoga Hosers, and 1978's Animal House debuted today on their respective years. Tomorrow, July 29th, marks heavenly birthdays for the late actors David Warner, who passed away Sunday, and Sopranos actors Tony Sirico, who passed away earlier this month. It's party time, P-A-R-T. Why? Because July 29th marks exactly 28 years since The Mask, starring Cameron Diaz in her first film role, and Jim Carrey had a smoking debut. 2011's The Smurfs and Cowboys and Aliens, 1989's Kiki's Delivery Service, 2005 Sky High, 1983's National Lampoon's Vacation, and 2007 also debuted that day as well. Happiest of early birthdays to my Star Wars, to Star Wars loving Wesley Sharborough of Socorro, New Mexico. He turns six on July 30th, which also happens to be the birthdays of my Aunt Emily of Fort Collins, Colorado, my cousin Charlie Stockman's wife of Io of Tokyo, Japan, and my cousin Elena Bartson Hubby Patricio of South Bend, Indiana. Love and miss you all. They share their birthdays with the Terminator himself, Arnold Schwarzenegger, director Christopher Nolan, whose first trailer for his next film, Oppenheimer, just dropped today, actress Joey King, singer Phineas O'Connell, Vivica A. Fox, and actress Hilary Swank. The mastermind behind the Harry Potter books, and thus the entire HP world, J.K. Rowling's birthday, along with country singer Zach Brown and the late Harry Potter actor Richard Griffiths, happened to be on July 31st. Aquaman himself, Jason Moma, dives into his 43rd birthday, August 1st, and shares his birthday with the late singer Jerry Garcia. Aaron Bresley and Lily Morin, both of Hyannis, Massachusetts, unretired football player Tom Brady, Martha Stewart, 
actress Cozy Zuseldorf, singer Tozy Bennett, and swimmer Ron Locke have birthdays August 3rd. Breaking news, Harry Potter fans. Variety.com announced earlier today that as of August 1st, the all eight original Harry Potter films will be operating from HBO Max. But you're in luck. Peacock, at least here in the United States, got all eight films. And, the, and HBO Max still has the Fantastic Beasts spinoff films. Fantastic Beasts, Fantastic Beasts, Where to Find... Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. And Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Along with a return to Hogwarts... 20th anniversary Harry Potter special that came out last November. With nothing around to stop it, Jordan Peele's, nope, the UFO-centered horror with Daniel Kalulua, Kiki Palmer, and Stephen Young had moviegoers saying yep to going to see it in theaters with a $44 million launch. Despite a a B cinema score, this proves he's one of Hollywood's few directors whose name can always bring cinema, bring audiences into moviegoers. However, the debut fell short of his previous film, 2019's Us, which opened to a jaw-dropping $71.1 million in April 2019. But it happens to be the fully original, the best fully original film opening since then, even beating Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's $41 million, and the best since the pandemic started by a huge margin, beating The Lost Cities $30.5 million. Now, between Nope, Minions, Rise of Gru, The Black Phone, and Universal, Jurassic World Dominion, Universal has four of the weekend's top ten grocers here in the States. Now, whether this is a successful opening is a matter of view. As mentioned, in terms of original film audience openings, especially R-rated films without any major stars, it's undoubtedly an impressive beginning. But more was hopeful giving Peel's pedigree in the film's $68 million price tag. Thor Love and Thunder fell to second place in its third weekend with $21.1 million. This is just ahead of Thor Ragnarok's $21.7 million weekend three, following Thor's powerful opening weekend of $144 million, but weaker second weekend in which it made made $46.6 million. The drop... The stabilization is a positive sign after its 67.7% drop in its second weekend. With a haul of $276 million, it will soon become the 18th MCU film to cross the $300 million mark. Ragnarok was at $247 after its third weekend and went on to gross $315 million. Love and Thunder is much more likely to surpass that than it did a week ago. Its global total is now $598 million. In third place is Minions Rise of Gru with $17.7 million. 
Its domestic total after four weeks is now $298 million, ahead of Minions, which made $288 million after week four, and just behind Despicable Me 2, which made $307 million, the series' top-grossing domestic film. Worldwide, Rise of Gru as a $640 million haul so far. According to IMDb.com, Stephen Young's character has a large pair of metal scissors on his desk. These are the same scissors featured prominently in Jordan Peele's late last film, 2019's Us. I have some sad news for TV fans. It is my sad duty to inform you that yesterday, 77-year-old Tony Dow, best known to TV viewers as Wally Cleaver, Beaver's older brother on the sitcom Leave it to Beaver, lost his battle with cancer. The Rap.com reported yesterday, confirmation of the actor's death comes after it was prematurely reported by a since-deleted post on his official Facebook page. We have received confirmation from Christopher, Tony's son, that Tony passed away earlier this morning with his loving family at his side to see him through this journey. A new post on the account reads, we know that the world is collectively saddened by the loss of this incredible man. He gave, us so, he gave so much to us all and was loved by so many. One fan said it best, it is rare when there is a person who is so universally loved like Tony. Dow was re-diagnosed with liver cancer in May. On Tuesdays, the star's official Facebook page erroneously announced his death, which included statements from family members. That post was deleted as his son Christopher Dow told Fox News Digital that his father was alive and living out, but living out his last hours in hospice care, which was later confirmed to CBS News by Dow's wife, Lauren. In not so, and other not so great TV news, the HollyReporter.com revealed last night Netflix has halted production of The Witcher season three due to COVID 19. The news comes amid unconfirmed online rumors that star Henry Cavill tested positive for the virus, but the streamer is only saying that filming has paused due to COVID and we will be up and running as soon as it is safe to do so. Cavill's rep also declined to comment. This isn't the first time the UK-based production has had to shut down due to the virus, with the show previously halting filming on season two in 2020. Eek! In better news, Jack Osborne, Ozzy and Sharon Osborne's son, is now a girl dad of four. E! Online announced yesterday he welcomed his first child with fiance Ari Gearhart, July 9th, Maple Artemis Osborne. She joins her sister from Osborne's ex-wife, Lisa Stelly, nine-year-old Pearl Clementine, six-year-old Andy Rose, and four-year-old Minnie Theodora. Rejoice, Santa Claus series fans. Bernard is back. Eonline.com proclaimed yesterday David Krumholtz, who played grumpy but effective Bernard the Elf in 1994's The Santa Claus and the film's 2002 sequel, is reprising his role for upcoming Disney Plus series The Santa Clauses, according to Deadline. 
Krumholtz will reunite with Tim Allen and Elizabeth Mitchell, who are stepping back into the shoes of Santa Claus, a.k.a. Scott Calvin, and Mrs. Claus, a.k.a. Carol Calvin, respectively. In the Santa Clauses, Scott is on the brink of his 65th birthday and realizing that he can't be Santa forever, according to the streamer. He's suddenly starting to lose his Santa magic, and more importantly, he's got a family who could benefit from a life in the normal world, especially his two kids who have grown up in the North Pole. One of Allen's kids will be played by his real-life daughter, Elizabeth Allen Dick, who will be making her acting debut in the series of Sandra. TVinsider.com had, had exciting news for Rick and Morty fans yesterday. The grandfather-grandson duo stars of uh, the Adult Swim animated show has its date set for season six. The website said in a hilarious social media announcement, the Rick and Morty Twitter page teased, Ripped and Ready, season six coming September 4th. The statement was accompanied by an image of main characters Rick Sanchez and Morty Smith, both voiced by co-creator Justin Rowland, bearing their stomachs, which are adorned with six-pack abs. Ripped and Ready, season six coming September 4th. For those less familiar with the animated favorite, Rick and Morty is an Emmy-winning series that follows sociopathic junior, genius scientist Rick as he drags his inherently timid grandson Morty on some insanely, insanely dangerous adventures across the universe. Living with his daughter Beth, Sarah Chalk's family, Rick also drags her, his son-in-law Jerry, Chris Parnell, and granddaughter Summer, Spencer Grammer, along with Morty on intergalactic escapades for viewers to enjoy. Last weekend was the enormous San Diego Comic-Con 2022. Woohoo! Tons of new trailers and announcements were announced. Here are some of the big reveals. Lego re unveiled three new sets based off James Cameron's Avatar, Floating Mountains, Site 26 and RDA Samso, Jake and Neteri's first Banshee flight set, and Neteri and Thanator versus Amp Sue Quark set. The new sets, along with a Toric, Mato, and Tree of Souls set will be will bow on October 1st. DC dropped the full trailer for Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Get ready to roll the dice, Dungeons & Dragons fans. Paramount Pictures and E1 gave audiences a first look at the new Dungeons & Dragons film... Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves, starring Reggae, Reggae John Page, Sophia Lillis, Chris Pine, Hugh Grant, Michelle Rodriguez, and Justice Smith. The clip revealed loads of Easter eggs for fans, including allusions to the iconic 80s cartoon. The event also dropped the first trailer and poster for the film, which opens March 3rd, 2023. Team Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga Edition, which has 13 cherished games, including the N, the SN, including the SNES Turtles in Time, Bows on PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox One and Series, 
PC, and Nintendo Switch August 30th. The first trailer for the Interview with the Vampire series dropped. AMC's modern retelling of the late author Anne Rice's book arrives October 2nd. I mean, October 2nd. The second season of the Marvel animated series What If arrives to Disney Plus early 2023. Amazon Prime released a new trailer for The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Randall Park has joined the cast of HBO's animated series Gremlin Secret of the Mogwai. Star Trek star William Shatner has joined Netflix's upcoming He-Man project, Masters of the Universe Revolution. The sequel to last year's Masters of the, Re- of the Universe Revelation. Speaking of TV, T- AMC's Walking Dead is receiving yet another new f- spin-off in the form of a confirmed new 2023 series with Denai Gurria's Michonne and Andrew Lincoln's Rick Grimes. This takes the place of the planned Rick Grimes movie. Disney has released a teaser trailer for its forthcoming National Treasure reboot that shows off Lizette Alexis in her role as lead character Jess Morales. A new Black Adam trailer with Dwayne Johnson in full-fledged costume dropped at the convention. But the biggest announcement come from Marvel Studios. IGN.com reported July 25th, Marvel will conclude Phase 4 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe this year with the She-Hulk and Black Panther Wakanda Forever series and film. Revealed during the company's Comic-Con panel, boss Kevin Feige also revealed which films will be part of the incoming Phase 5. Marvel has, also, has finally unveiled details of its upcoming Black Panther Wakanda Forever film, including a teaser video that reveals the new hero. The trailer was released during Marvel's Comic-Con panel, also revealing Namor the Submariner as a new character. Marvel Zombies is promising a slightly more graphic approach than usual Marvel Cinematic Universe entries, as it will include all the gore and splatter you want from a zombie show. More Avengers films are confirmed to be on the way as Marvel has revealed Avengers The Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret World Wars, with the two films set to conclude Phase 6 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Marvel also revealed that the Fantastic Four will kick off the sixth phase of films. Despite calling it out as their dream project earlier this week, Joe and Anthony Russo will not be directing the Avengers Secret War or its predecessor, Avengers The King Dynasty. Fans at San Diego Comic-Con were finally treated to the first trailer of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Released at Marvel's panel, the trailer shows Gamora running part of the Ravagers and Quill finally getting to confront her again. Despite not hearing about Phase 5 until moments ago, Marvel Studios has announced that the upcoming Wonderbolts film will conclude it while it is released on July 26, 2024. The news came from Marvel's Comic-Con panel alongside the company's plans for finishing Phase 4. Marvel has revealed that a fourth Captain America film, Captain America New World Order, will be released on May 3, 2024. 
announced that the company's Comic-Con panel, Anthony Mackie, will helm in his first feature film that follows the events of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The long-teased Blade film is officially arriving on on November 3rd of next year. Marvel Studios boss Kevin Feige announced the date of Mahershala Ali's upcoming movie at Comic-Con 2022, three years after the film was first announced. The release date window for the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Secret Invasion series is no longer secret. As the company confirmed during its Comic-Con panel that it will arrive on Disney Plus in spring 2023. Marvel has released a brand new trailer for its upcoming She-Hulk Attorney at Law series. Revealed in its Comic-Con panel, the footage includes cameos from Emil Blonsky slash Abomination, Wong, and Charlie Cox's Daredevil. The Spider-Man Freshman Year animated series is coming to Disney Plus in 2024. Marvel revealed during its animation panel at Comic-Con. It also confirmed one crossover already as Charlie Cox's Daredevil, who made his first Marvel Cinematic Universe appearance in No Way Home, is set to a feature. If that's not enough, Marvel also confirmed that a third season has also been confirmed. The X-Men 97 series is arriving on Disney Plus next year as Marvel confirmed a 2023 release window during its animation panel at Comic-Con. The series picks up where, right where X-Men the Animated Series left off. A ton of upcoming Marvel Cinematic Universe series received more specific release windows as the company unveiled its Phase 4 and Phase 5 plans at its Comic-Con panel. Loki Season 2 and Echo will arrive next summer, Ironheart in Fall, and Agatha Coven and Chaos in Winter. Speaking of superheroes, look up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! In honor of Comic-Con, and since it's just been over a year since the world lost director Richard Donner, I feel it's only right to take a look back at the 1978 blockbuster Superman the Movie. Starring the late Christopher Reeve, Gene Hackman, Margot Kidder, the late Ned Betty, and Terrence Stamp, it doesn't need a recap and was the first installment of the Superman film series. It flew to the big, it flew to the big screen December fifteenth, nineteen seventy-eight, and doesn't need a recap. The DC comic character's first big screen adventure was the most expensively made film at the time, but totally successful with a worldwide box office haul of over $300 million. It was up for three Academy Awards, Best Music Original Score, Best Film Editing, and Best Sound, and got a Special Achievement Academy Award for Visual Effects for its groundbreaking special effects. It paved the way for Hollywood superhero film franchise. And while his next three films were hits, the less said about 1987's Superman IV, The Quest for Peace, and the failed 2006 Superman Returns reboot with Brandon Routh, uh, the better, don't you think? With 2013's Man of Steel, Henry Cavill donned the famous red cape 
and blue suit and in 2000, with 2013's Man of Steel, Henry Cavill donned the famous red cape and blue suit for DC's Superman universe and saved him. Speaking of superheroes, out in theaters this Friday, July 29th, is DC League of Super Pets, starring the voices of Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart, John Krasinski, Natasha Lyonne, Kevin, Keanu Reeves, Kate McKinnon, and Diego Luna. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's the League of Super Pets zooming to theaters. Crypto the Superdog, a.k.a. Buck Kent and his owner, Superman, are inseparable best buds. The duo save the same superpowers and fight crime side by side in Metropolis. One day while fighting Lex Luthor, a mysterious search of an orange kryptonite Give grant superpowers to a group of shelter pet, PB the pig, Ace the hound, Chip the squirrel, and Marin the turtle. But this power search also gives powerful evil abilities to Lulu, a hairless guinea pig. Superman gets weakened by green kryptonite, and he and the rest of the Justice League, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, The Flash, Cyborg, Green Lantern, and Batman are kidnapped. To make matters worse, the green kryptonite has also affected Crypto, making him lose his superdog powers. So he'll have to find a way to fight alongside his new friends after being reduced to a regular dog. His positivity and fearlessness will help lead the new team. Will they be able to defeat the orange kryptonite-equipped Lulu? According to IMDb.com, Crypto is the very first character in the DC Universe that Dwayne Johnson is playing. He also plays the title role in Black Adam, which will release on October 21st this year. And with the exception of Vanessa Bayer's PB, all the League, Super, the League members are based on actual DC comic characters. Also in theaters this week is the dark comedy, Vengeance, written and directed by B.J. Novak in his directorial debut, starring Novak, Isa Ray, Boyd Holbrook, Ashton Kutcher, and Dove Cameron. It focuses on a journalist slash radio show host who goes from New York to Texas to investigate the death of a woman whom he once hooked up with. Coming to theaters, to select theaters this Friday, July 29th, and then arriving to Amazon Prime Video August 5th, is director Ron Howard's biographical drama 13 Lives, starring Viggo Mortensen, Tom Bateman, Joel Egerton, Colin Farrell, and Joel Egerton. It recounts the events of the harrowing 2018 Tham Luang Cave Rescue that saw a junior football team and their coach trapped in a cave for 18 days. If you missed your chance to see the absurdist meta sci-fi action comedy Everything Everywhere All at Once in theaters, which is out on DVD now, you have a second chance. The April surprise hit starring Michelle Yeoh, Stephanie Hsu, 
Kay Kwan Kwan, Jamie Lee Curtis, James Hong, and Harry Shum Jr. and Jenny Slate is getting re-released in 800 theaters tomorrow, July 29th. In it, a Chinese-American woman being audited by the IRS learns that to prevent a powerful being from causing the utter destruction of the multiverse, she must connect with parable alternate universe versions of herself. Speaking of the multiverse, the mega blockbuster superhero sequel Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Benedict Wong, and Chutel Gomez, and Rachel McAdams, is now on DVD. In the 554 million worldwide grocer, this year's highest second grossing film so far, which conjured up said after the events of Spider-Man went no way home, Doctor Strange must protect America Chavers, a teenager from her dreams. She can travel across multiverses to battle multiple threats including other universal un, other universe versions of himself which threatened to wipe out millions across the multiverse. According to IMDb.com, at first Sam Raimi didn't want to direct any more superhero movies, having lost faith in himself due to the massive critical and audience backlash he received from 2007 Spider-Man 3 due to studio interference from Sony. But getting the call from his agent about this film, his first feature film since 2013's Oz the Great and Powerful, encouraged him to try once more, as he had really enjoyed the first Doctor Strange film, as well as the character himself. He wanted to see if he could live up to the task of meeting the audience's expectations once again. What's also neat is that it was released on May 6, 2022, three days after the 20th anniversary of Raimi's original Spider-Man, which opened up May 3, 2022. Get ready to play ball. Earlier this week, Amazon Prime dropped their first official trailer for its League of Their Own streaming series. Based upon the much-beloved 1992 sports comedy, it takes to the streaming ballpark on August 12th. Variety.com reported yesterday Netflix dropped its first trailer for director Gilmero Del Toro's animated stop-motion film of Pinocchio. This film, starring Hugh McGregor, Tilda Swinton, Finn Wolfhard, David Bradley, Christoph Waltz, Tim Blake Nelson, Gregory Mann, and Ron Perlman, is set in the 1930s Italy. According to the website, the movie is the Oscar-winning filmmaker's first feature for Netflix, but follows several TV products he's created for the streamer, including the animated series Trollhunters, Three Below, and Wizards, as well as the live-action horror film, the live-action horror anthology series Gumero del Toro's Cabin of Curiosity, which will premiere this fall. Del Toro's film is one of three movies this year to center around the world's most iconic puppet. In March, Lionsgate Entertainment released the CGI animated feature Pinocchio, A True Story, 
with Polly Shore in a title role. Disney is also prepping a Robert Zemeckis-directed live-action remake of their 1940 animated version of Pinocchio, which is set to begin streaming on Disney Plus starting September 8th. Pinocchio will have a theatrical run in theaters in November before debuting on Netflix in December. Speaking of Netflix, Variety.com declared July 26, Netflix's grand plans to turn The Gray Man into a sprawling spy franchise. Days after the $200 million budgeted CIA thriller landed on the streaming service, Netflix announced plans to expand the series with a sequel and a spinoff, both of which are currently in development. On DVD this week is the action-adventure comedy The Lost City, starring Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, and Daniel Radcliffe. In the March 30, 25th release, which made over $190 million worldwide, brilliant but reclusive author Loretta Sage spent her career writing about exotic places in her popular romance adventure novels centered around fictional hero Dash, while on tour promoting her latest book with handsome but dim model Alan Caprison, who's dedicated his life to embodying Dash, she's kidnapped by Abigail Fairfax, a billionaire who thinks that the lost city in her book, which holds a secret treasure, is real, and she knows where it is. Despite having zero survival skills, but wanting to prove that he can be a hero in real life, Alan goes off to rescue her, thrust into an epic jungle quest and totally out of their elements. The unlikely pair will need to work together to survive the elements and find the ancient treasure. On DVD this week is the April 22nd comedy drama, The Duke, starring Jim Broadbent, Helen Mirren, Matthew Good, Fionn Whitehead, and Anna Maxwell Martin. In 1961, Kempton Brunton, a 60-year-old cab driver, stole Goya's portrait of the Duke of Wellington from London's National Gallery. It was the first, and to this day, only theft in the gallery's history. He sent notes saying he'd return the painting when the government agreed to provide free TV to the elderly. What happened next became legendary, but the true story is a heartwarming tale of how a good man set out to change the world and ended up saving both his marriage and his son. According to IMDb.com, the film was actually done in 2020, but the release date was delayed countless times due to cinemas being shut because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Sadly, director Roger Moore Roger Mitchell passed away in September 2021, five months before this film was finally theatrically released in February 2022, making this his last film. Now, these last bits I didn't actually find out until after my show and Facebook video. Netflix dropped the first official trailer for their award season hopeful Blonde, starring Ana de Armas as Marilyn de Monroe today. I've got both good news and bad news for Rocky fans. Good news is the beloved sports drama series is getting... The good news is that 
the beloved sports drama series is getting another spin-off. MGM is is developing a Creed spin-off called Drago. Other than the film being written by Robert Lawton and centering on the Russian boxer of the same name, who showed up in 1985's Rocky IV and Creed's Two in 2018, nothing is known about it. Bad news, Creed Three has been pushed out of the November theater boxing ring. Variety.com announced today the third Creed film and ninth overall Rocky entry star Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut has been pumped from November 23rd, 2022 to March 3rd, 2023, where it faces Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, ah, ah, bloodbath. Sorry, there's something in my throat. Variety.com declared today, Disney Plus is developing a series based on the football team from the California School for the Deaf Riverside, CSDR, with Troy Coatser attached to play the team's coach. Variety has learned. ABC Signature has partnered with CSDR, their football program, and the California Department of Education to develop the Untitled series for Disney+. The show will tell the true story of the CSDR Cubs 2021 football season when the team went undefeated and got all the way to the California State Championship. The series will portray the students, teachers, and their families. The writing team, writing and production team, both in front and behind the camera, will include artists from the deaf community. And finally, the Rap.com announced earlier today, Oscar winners Alfonso Cuaron and Charlie Theron are teaming up with Amazon Studios to make the movie Jane. The web article said, the family drama about the relationship between acclaimed science fiction writer Philip K. Dick and his twin sister is being developed with Dick's daughter, Isa Hackett. Theron, Quaron, and Hackett are all set to produce, with eyes for Theron to star and Quaron to direct. The high-concept film will follow Jane as she attempts to save her brother from predicaments both real and imagined, drawing her deeper and deeper into a world of his creation. That's all for this week, folks. See you soon. Remember, stay safe and watch lots of movies and DVDs. Bye.